You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. She was... <gasps> she was the queen of the fourth dimension of Archangels. She was the queen. Angles, what did Archangels. Archangels. Hey, queens. Hey. Hey, girls. So, long-time <laughs> listeners of the show know that we usually do a summer break. That's right. Burnout is real, even when it's something you love. I like know. Yeah, yeah, you need a break. We didn't want to leave you guys high and dry for all of this. Exactly. Over the summer, we're going to be featuring a few different things. Yeah, you might have heard a couple of our classic Patreon episodes. We'll put them on the feed. Yeah, that's right. And our Patreon episodes might be a little bit different, like the formatting might be a little bit different, but we think you're going to love them. We hope you enjoy the show. And let's raise a glass. And as always, y'all, we curse a little bit. <laughs> so if you don't like strong language in your history, this may not be the show for you. No, Nathan's got a potty mouth, dude. <laughs> Cheers, bitches. <laughs> that's our new intro um it it might be a copywritten i don't know um but we do make beautiful music we do don't add us we're just we're just you know going with the flow on a Sunday afternoon here in Texas, it didn't even get into the 90s today, so it must be fall. Yeah, right. No, that's the truth. And just like last year for spooky season, in October, we talked about some cults. And so we thought we would carry on that tradition to this yeah. spooky season this year. And last year, I feel like, Katie, both you and I had some heavy cults. Like, heavy. Yes. <laughs> like yes. Not nice, very horrible human beings that ran these things. You did like Nexium. Um, I forget uh-huh. the name of mine. And now that I'm thinking but it was, about it, it but... was the guy with those ridiculous coats, those like really gaudy jackets that sold, still yeah. sold for like ten thousand dollars, and it was like all about child um, labor and stuff. And yeah, was about, it was like, really sex cults and <laughs> yeah, real dark, real, real fucking dark. dark. So I actually had stumbled across uh, this next gal that we're going to be talking about, um, and it was one of those where I was like, "Is it? Is it really a cult?" Because like she's, I mean, y'all are going to hear the story, and obviously the theology and everything behind it. It's a cult. Like <laughs> there's no way around it. But there isn't that element of like. I'm going to kill you if you try to revolt against me. It's you know what cult, I mean? Like it, it's it's cult light. Yes. But she yes. would she's definitely a cult leader. Like It's diet no cult. <laughs> diet cult. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> 
So the person that I'm going to be talking about today is Ruth Norman, and she was in a little cult that was called Unarius. And every time I read this word, it just looks like Uranus. I know. Um, (laughs) My dyslexic ass, when I first read it, I was like, her cult was named Uranus? And then like, I heard it said out loud, and I was like, no, dumbass, that's not the way the letters are in order i know but i may she- have to edit out me trying to say uh, unsay <laughs> uranus uh. for a cult leader what a white bread name oh, oh yeah ruth norman like <laughs> oh, it sounds but- like the name of like a housewife who's got a casserole recipe that'll just knock your socks off you know <laughs> Oh my god, I love it. And she probably <laughs> did. Um, and she probably looked fabulous while making it. <laughs> yes. She I can't was wait to do amazing. I can't wait to make an Instagram post for this episode because I did, <laughs> even though I didn't because I wanted this to mainly be Nathan's story time where you told me about this uh funky cult lady. I did Google her and you sent me some pictures and she knew <sighs> how to work a planet cape <laughs> i know i love it it's like it's like it is just so amazing like i don't <laughs> like it you see her and you're like she, is she a drag queen like she's what? very like likely a drag queen but what is she um, wearing actually there's a fun fact before we get started with her okay um, and it is about like her image. MTV actually bought one of her images, and I think we actually have it in the show notes. And bought the image, and that's they used that for like the VMAs one year. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, they like used her image as like, look at this cool hippie lady. Yeah, with something yeah. like that. And they ended up like and buying they- the image from her. <laughs> Did they not know that she was a cult leader when they were like, look well, at this cool hippie lady? Again, I think we're that bring that circles us back to is she really a cult yeah. leader? It, I mean, she is, but like she's harmless. Like she's actually not hurting anybody. Mm-hmm. Look at that, look. That is a look. She is serving <laughs> it to me. The guy behind her is also very dedicated to his look. They are, and they, and there's a Ghostbusters car or something. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's just genius. It's just genius. Uh, but let's, let's get started. Okay. Let's dive right on in. So uh, uh, just like a brief, like cap of who she was. And this is literally pulled from the website of her religion that okay. still is in existence today. <laughs> I mean, I really don't want to laugh at people's religion, but it's. How like, how many active members does it have though? Not many. Yeah. Um, so but, sorry if you are part of this religion. And we are making sorry if you are part of the Uranus religion. Uh, <laughs> no, it's a Unarius. Uh, but the Unarius website, uh, Unarius.org, said as cosmic visionaries, the Normans are the forerunners for the new age of spiritual renaissance of logic and reason bringing to humankind an understanding of the principles of evolutionary physics and providing realistic models which answer humanity's unquenchable desire to know thyself. 
Um, this <laughs> website really needs a facelift. <laughs> they only have like a couple thousand followers, so I don't know like, if anybody's I in feel IT. Like <laughs> for how for how fancy they are and like all her pizzazz, I was really expecting something with a little bit more um I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? Flare. Flare. I was expect this looks like you oh, know. Yeah. She, she, well, she wasn't she wasn't around for the internet, so I'm sure if she was still alive right now, she'd be like, "This is a monstrosity." And she I mean, would have to say. I can't really code or anything, but if they give me just like fifty bucks, I could set them up a much better looking Squarespace website. <laughs> <laughs> like, can I talk to your company computer guy? <laughs> yes, I'm not asking for much. Just in memory of Planet Lady, can I? Um, can I can I play around with this? <laughs> yeah. But she's like, so we'll get into this later. You know, what I said, the description of what she, you know, her website says about her, it really is more about like past life regression, interstellar space travel. I mean, mm-hmm. and she has the gowns to prove for it. I mean, this is Katie's spirit animal. I know. I didn't want to say it out loud, but I'm like, oh no, it's me in a past life. <laughs> so Ruth Neals was born in Indianapolis, Indiana on August 18th of 1900. So she's a Leo. Oh, she's a Leo. If you're, if you're taking count. Look, no, I, you know what? If you would have just showed me one picture and said, what's this lady's sign? Fucking Leo. <laughs> Obviously. I know. It, it shows, bitch. Like, it shows. <laughs> Uh, but Leo's big-hearted, uh, natural-born mm-hmm. leaders, which just sounds like a cult, yeah, should be mm-hmm. led by a Leo. Natural-born um, cult got, leaders. Yeah, right. They've got a lot of drive. So the perfect person to, to start a cult. Yes. You wouldn't want a Gemini to start a cult because we, we little cray. And then the, and the cult would like, I don't know, like you might lose interest halfway through. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I'm like. Man, I'm done. <laughs> so she was one of six children uh, born in or raised in Pasadena, California. And her dad worked as an upholsterer and uh, pretty fucking poor. So let's think yeah. about this. So this is back in 1900. So I don't know if you guys know this or not, but child labor laws weren't a thing. Oh. <laughs> so you had children and you sent them to work. Right. If you were broke. So that's literally what happened. She didn't get an education, obviously, because she's having to help dad bring in money. Yeah. Like all of the other kids. Uh, She was a maid and a fruit packer, which just sounds like another term for a gay man. Um, So she got married when she was. Except for know that she actually put fruit into bags a lot less. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Uh, So she was like 18 when she was married, which not. Super uncommon at the time, guys. Mm-mm. I remember my grandparents getting married at like sixteen. Yeah, so it was not. It was not that uncommon. Plus, she wants to get the fuck out of the house. So yeah. she claims that her dad was abusive later in life. She never really says anything until like much, much later in her life. Yeah. Um, but she got married to a man, obviously, because uh, it's 1900s. Yeah. yeah, and that man was Frank De Silva's, and. She just literally started pumping out babies left and right. Again, uh, just what she did. Literally, I mean, left and right. She only had two. 
Um, and yeah, I don't know so how just, the uterus So just works. left and then right. <laughs> well, there, there's the, the left uterus. uterus and then there's the right uterus. Okay, so, so yeah, one that's, shoots yeah. babies out towards the basketball goal yes. and the other is like towards the hockey goal. Got it. Exactly. Now you know the female <laughs> anatomy just as well as the legislators in Texas. Got it. Yay! <laughs> Unfortunately, that marriage didn't last too long. It only lasted five years. Uh, but... <clears throat> Guess what, Katie? What? We don't know shit about her life after this. <laughs> Surprise! Secret, secret. She's got a secret. <laughs> so it's literally, you know, we really don't know what was going on in her life until about the 1940s. Okay. What we do know is that she really got into psychic healings. So okay. I kind of want to give us a flashback to Victoria Woodhull whenever we did that episode. You know what? I'm already seeing, I was already thinking that there were bylines with Victoria Woodhull oh. because like abusive father that put her to work really young, married some rando just to get out of the house um, and then get, you know, think she's but psychic. Also it's, it's this time period as well as th- that people were really into spiritualism. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that in the Victoria Woodhall episode. We talked about how they would like conjure people and have seance, like not seances, yeah. but like they would conjure, you know, old loved ones and things right. like that. Well, Victoria Woodhall was right after the Civil War and this was right after World War One. So it's really not surprising that people were looking for ways to contact their lost ones you know exactly so she would have studied the new thought which is like a new wave like spiritualism thing spiritualism thing and that was under Ernest Holmes um and then that's when she really got into what I was talking about earlier that channeling and that like past life regression that is so Katie I know Um, have you ever had have you ever had your past lives no i have not i did it i did it once it was interesting i don't it's unlike whenever you get a psychic reading and they maybe like touch on something there's no way for you to fact check yeah you're like let me um i'm pretty sure our girl ruth norman would be able to fact check all of this (laughs) (laughs) well the the psychic told me that i was a woman in ireland and she's like i I can't really tell what time period it was but there's petticoats involved and and she was like and you were really into like you know mysticism or whatever and things that would have been considered like witchcraft e and your parents wanted to marry you on brands yeah and your parents wanted to marry me you like to bring me to the witch's market. Oh, you love the witch's market. Shut I do. It's a, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. No, but keep going. Keep going. And then her family was like, well, you got to marry this rich dude. And if you don't, we're going to tell everyone you're a witch. And then so then she married this rich dude and lived a miserable fucking life. And um, and she that, was like. I do not like this journey for you, Katie. I don't. I don't like. I mean, I feel sorry for petticoat lady. Petticoat me lady. Um. <laughs> Petticoat me, lady. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, maybe that if if true, maybe that's why in this life I'm like I'm going to tell the stories of women who were silenced or whatever. You know, I don't know. Oh, I mean, I can see that. I can see yeah. that. Now I love this journey for you. I hated <laughs> this journey for me back in like Ireland in the 1700s or something. Petticoat, but... pe- Petti- Petticoat me lady. Petticoat me lady. I hate that journey for her. 
<laughs> Back- anyway, we have past life regressed. Yeah, a, a couple of moments. Um, so, <laughs> so she had two other marriages. The second was to Benjamin Arnold, and that lasted all the way until his death. So okay, she got divorced in the first one. Uh, second marriage, he it was a long one. He ended up dying. And then the third one was George Marion. So <clears throat> her marriage to George Marion was really like rocky because yeah. all of a sudden she's she's with, you know, George Marion for a hot second. And then she meets this other guy named Ernest Norman. So uh, if you haven't picked up, her last name is Ruth Norman because yeah. she got married so spoiler okay, alert yeah. uh, <laughs> thank you thank you for that so, Nathan. <laughs> so ernest norman was he was he was also a spiritualist but he was a wee bit out there like he was okay a little bit extra according to the unarius.org website um he was an advanced <laughs> clairvoyant scientist oh. electronic engineer and poet oh. and you know what i thought i was like electronic engineer so he wasn't like a, a mechanical or electrical engineer. Yeah. Electronic engineer just sounds like he played a synthesizer. And if <laughs> well, you look at their videos, he did. He totally did. He did. <laughs> I would imagine it also maybe has something to do with computers. Electronic <laughs> maybe. Engineer. Maybe. I, synthesizer. I think, I think he he, was, he synthesizer. was a synthesizer doctor. Yes. 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 On board. Uh, <laughs> so he was into this whole like nature of consciousness and physics and your energy. And, you know, I feel Ooh. like he'd fit in okay nowadays. <laughs> but back he in the day. He would fit in like, just well, fine in Austin. Keep Keeping it weird. <laughs> so legit, it, one of the quotes was, he illustrated the principles of energy from a fourth dimensional level of understanding. What? what? Is he on LSD? <laughs> is, yes, is there probably. psilocybin involved? Mushrooms? Marijuana? Probably. What's, what is he What yes. is he on? <laughs> Life, <laughs> fourth man. dimensional level of energy? Ah! I don't get it. I'm just like, Uh, I'm just high on life, man. But like the mushrooms also help. (laughs) Right. But the best part, the best part is that he claims that he can communicate with like aliens and historical figures. Oh, okay. I I have, I, I, I wish that we could reach out to him now because I have several questions. <laughs> I know, right? I thought the same thing when I was like historical <laughs> figures. Oh, okay, I love it. Okay, now we're cooking with oil, right? <laughs> so he meets Ruth in 1954, and literally, like right when he meets her, he was like, "So, I'm I'm seeing this for you, and I'm reading your energy right now. You were the daughter of the Pharaoh that Moses fought." with and you tried to convince the pharaoh to let moses and his people go well, I <laughs> and mean, katie's katie's like well i mean you gotta marry that guy that. you gotta marry him i mean I know it. katie like oh. i mean I, I would marry him based on that too i mean let's yeah. be real you were <laughs> also i'm just imagining this woman that whose picture i'm looking at just being like Yes, I believe that. Like in all sure, yeah, just you like, can totally mm-hmm. see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go on, please. Go Carry on. on. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> and 
like, Wait, nice how did they? Me. Did you already say? Did I miss? How did they meet? So they met at like a convention. It was just a random For, spiritual like, convention. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It was just like a random psychic clairvoyant convention. Okay. Well, that makes more <laughs> sense than him just like coming up to her at the grocery store and being like, "You were the daughter of a pharaoh." <laughs> what would it be called? Clairvoyant con. <laughs> Katie almost spit out her drink. <laughs> I did. There was water all over my laptop. <laughs> they don't already have this. I called it copywritten. <laughs> oh, thank they God. Met, they like met a little at, protector. <laughs> they met at ye old clairvoyant con uh, <laughs> back in 1954. Oh, man. They legit claim that they got married that same day. Like, so. But she, but she totally was Katie married to somebody. But no, she was married to somebody else, right? No, she wasn't. Yeah, she was. Uh, <laughs> so they claimed that they were married that day and that the church approved and the church's founding day, you know, the date that they kind of cite is the date that they got married, which is just such a load of bullshit. So wait, the, chur- the church. February 14th, 1954. Aww. Valentine's but, Day. Are you kidding me? You met each other on Valentine's Day and immediately and married, married each other. Each other on That's Valentine's a lie. Day. But That's also I love, I love the church approved and it's like, okay, you, you are the, ch- you haven't started the church yet. So. <laughs> well, later on the church like okay. notates this as the date. That the, church the church retroactively approves. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and also in most states, you can't, Unless you're like in Nevada or something, you can't really go get married on the. You got to go get a marriage license and wait like at least a few days. Like, mm. yeah, it's a lie. She was technically still married to George Marion. Yes. And George Marion was pissed. That she married somebody else? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) hello. Go figure. Just randomly. Literally, that their divorce drags on for another two years. So technically, they were not divorced for another two years. Right. So they start to do some more research, quote unquote, Uh and they start to establish their own beliefs. And, you know, Ernest thinks that he can communicate with aliens bizarre maybe he should get that checked out uh but (laughs) he finds out that these aliens that he's communicating with are a secret intergalactical band of you know spirits and their name is the space brothers (laughs) (laughs) i couldn't come up with something better than the space brothers (laughs) i know i said it i'm just thinking of like I'm just thinking of like the Property Brothers. Like I read that I was like, really, Space Brothers? Like, you couldn't. I mean, L. Ron Hubbard had like Zenu and like the secret. So I mean, to to be fair, like there is a lot of overlap with Scientology, and that was a rabbit hole that I went down. Like, so what we're gonna find out here in the next few, you're gonna be like, hmm, sounds a lot like this is a little Scientologists. T. Ernest is channeling this secret messages from the Space Brothers, and Ruth would just type them down. But guess what? Ruth never had a formal education, guys. So she never like learned how to type. She learned it in her sleep. She learned because of she, aliens. Hold up, just, hold up, just a second. <laughs> she learned typing in her sleep because of aliens. Yes, you like, know she. <laughs> That that is also how I learn to do all of the skills on my resume. Aliens. Aliens in my sleep. 
<laughs> is that not how you learn? Is that not where you went to college? Aliens so in your you're, sleep? you're one of those lizard people, right, Katie? <laughs> Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. I'm Helena Bonham Carter, and for BBC Radio 4, this is History's Secret Heroes, a new series of rarely heard tales from World War II. They had no idea that she was Britain's top female codebreaker. We'll hear of daring risk-takers. What she was offering to do was to ski in over the high Carpathian mountains. Of course it was dangerous, but uh, danger was his friend. Subscribe to History's Secret Heroes wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, she learned to type. Learned to type through aliens in her sleep, and they establish the entire religion that is still there today. Um, It's called the Unarius Academy of Science. Uh, Science in air quotes used very, very loosely. Yeah. So if you, like I was saying, like much like Scientology, if you were to like attend it, they'd be like, yeah, it's kind of a religion, but it's more of like a self-help thing. You know what I mean? Like that's what Scientologists kind of believe. Like it's a religion. Yes. And we have these beliefs, but they're just to help you and your consciousness and your new life and what the fuck ever. So it's just like past life therapy is basically what they're doing. Psychic healings, past life therapies, which is a lot of Scientology as well as past life therapies. You know, your leader occasionally just starts tripping out and has like these visions and it's like, oh, this is a sermon. Guess we're going down that. Again. <laughs> I mean, how do people not be like, this guy's nuts? Like, yeah. <laughs> well, that's... what? It's the it's the 60s? I think it's just, yeah, it was just a time. It's like the 50- well, it's the late 50s. So, I mean, we're transitioning yeah. into the 60s. So, you're right. There was that weird psychedelic kind of movement at that yeah. period. And it only gets worse from there. However, okay. I will note, I will note that there's no evidence that anybody did psychedelics or LSD or anything in this cult. Um, so, just putting it out there. These people were there's, just there's- genuinely crazy. <laughs> There's no evidence, but reason would dictate that I don't think everyone was super sober all the time. Yeah. Ernest uh, claimed that he got scientific advancements from his planetary trips that he would have when he was doing his past life regressions. So, I mean, none of that. About- that's all nonsense, Nathan. <laughs> that was, but okay. I don't understand it either. So apparently he just goes back in his head and all the space brothers are telling him that his past life was like this. And there was all this technology. Atlantis was involved. I don't understand. Like Atlantis. Oh, Atlantis. Yes. The city city under the sea. (laughs) Well, Atlantis Morissette was probably involved too. Probably. She's involved in everything. Yeah. Um, Because I love her. Um, just FYI, it's <laughs> not a read. Elena's more said, if you're listening, can I 
make out with you? I don't know. Come on the show. <laughs> Come on the show. You seem to really like women in history. <laughs> so both Ruth and Ernest claimed to have lived over 50, about 50 give or take plus or minus five uh, past lives. And all of these plus or minus 50, whatever past lives, uh, they lasted over several million years. Okay. And <laughs> Duh. so they would tell you stories about all of these trips to planets and how this planet had all of these problems, but the scientific advancement of the brain and their psychic abilities were able to overcome the evil that was literally their brand. So what uh, were, so were they going to planets like Jupiter, Mars, or were these like- Planets the, that we never heard of. Like other planets. planets. Okay. Yeah. Other solar like, systems or what the fuck ever. Very yeah. Scientology here. Like we're, okay. we're okay. intergalactical space cult warriors. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> intergalactical space cult warriors. <laughs> That's that needs to be on a T-shirt. Um, yes. So, among some of the people that they claim to be, uh, first off, I'm just going to get the, the the worst one out of the way: Jesus and okay. Mary of Bethany. Let's let's just don't claim to be Jesus. He was Jesus, and she was Mary. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But she she got some other historical figures that she got to be. So, guys, let's give okay. a round of applause for some of her past lives. One of okay. them was Socrates. She okay. was Socrates. Okay. Mm-hmm. Impressive. Next up on the list, Queen Maria Teresa of Austria. <laughs> no oh. big deal. Oh, you know, that's that's <laughs> she, pretty cool. Socrates she, and Maria of Austria. Yeah, okay. She birthed Marie Antoinette. Come on. Yeah. Um, and I mean, we have to give it up for Queen Elizabeth I. She was I she mean, was also Queen Elizabeth I and Socrates. Move. Bold move. <laughs> you know what? Don't you think that sometimes in your past lives you're just going to be someone boring? Like we can't, right? Like a farmer. Uh, no, like, not to uh, say that farmers are boring, but like yeah, to, but some you know, not I mean. Socrates, not Socrates, yeah. not Elizabeth. The <laughs> I'm first. not writing like, books. Why did she get to hit the jackpot, the famous person past life jackpot so many times? Like somebody had to be the farmers, you know? Yeah. Somebody had to be like the normal everyday blue collar person. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Just doesn't make but sense. But not her. Um, sadly, um, her psychic space brother conjuring space traveling husband dies. Um, oh. the, the Unarius uh, described this, his death as his transition to higher planes of the light worlds. The light worlds. Yeah. Uh, well, r- rest in light. light? <laughs> That's cool. I mean, yeah. I'd be fine with that. <laughs> rest in cool. rainbow prisms, Nathan. Rest in rainbow prisms. Um. Love it. Well, <laughs> Bon Voyage. Um, is he one of the Space Brothers now? <laughs> okay, that I don't know. Okay, okay. I didn't I didn't go down that much of a rabbit hole. Okay, okay. But I think he is part of like he's now like one of the happy people. Uh but yeah, he's yeah. dead in real life. He's real dead. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's and hanging out in about, Atlantis. So it's 1971 at this time. This is again, guys, the height of kind of the LSD spiritualism, all of that shit movement. It was and a very is- prime time for cults. The, yes. the 70s. Yes. And Ruth is like looking around and like, okay, so my husband's dead. 
but I was the one that was typing everything out. So right. maybe it was actually me that was Wasn't the me? conjurer. Oh, maybe hey. that's what it was. And so she's like, oh my God. I'm getting messages from the Space Brothers. <laughs> and they're telling and me it's me. That her new that her new name, she's going to rule the whole religion. And her new name yes. is Uriel from the fourth dimension. I mean, it's very everything, fourth space dimensional. princess. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the picture of her, like that we have in the show notes, she's again got the rainbow cape on, dripping in like satin embroidered. Yeah. Hideous, hideous. But she looks fabulous and I love her. This would be an amazing Halloween costume that no one would get. I think everyone would just think that I was rainbow bright. <laughs> oh, that would be such a good one. I, yeah. No one would get that reference at all. No one would get uh, it. And they'd be like rainbow bright. And I'd be like, uh, Uriel of the fourth dimension. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so now Ruth is Uriel living her fourth dimensional fantasies in 1971. And she takes charge. Yeah, she takes charge of that Unarius. Uh, so she's <laughs> channeling her own interstellar vibes right now, feeling her fantasy. She needs someone to like type this shit out now because now yeah. she's the one channeling. Someone else needs to come in and like help out and, you know, be her right hand man. And this guy's yeah. name is Charles Spiegel. Now, okay. There's don't really know if anything ever happened between her and Charles Spiegel. There's Do we no know the age documentation. Difference? Is he like, a little um, bit younger? Oh. Is would I don't think matter. he's a little bit he's a little bit younger. So they're okay. about the same age. So it's not okay. like a I can't think of cougar a reference situation. for an old a cougar. Yeah. Wow. It's not a cougar situation at all. So it's okay. it's not a hundred percent like it's not clear that he's just trying to be the second hand man. I don't think that okay. he was ever trying to be strategic. He actually tried to learn the religion and genuinely believes in it. So Aww, that's sweet baby. the other thing. It's sweet baby Charles. Sweet um, baby Charles. <laughs> so now they're starting to channel people again. And oh. they start channeling some historical figures. And one Yay! of those just, you know, apparently reaches out from his dwelling in outer space, quote uh -huh, unquote, uh -huh, uh, uh -huh. Nikola Tesla. <laughs> oh, if anybody had a dwelling in outer space, it, it would be him. It'd be Tesla. I mean, definitely. <laughs> definitely. What did he want from Muriel? What's her name now? Oh, he's Uriel. Uh, <laughs> Uriel. Uriel. Uh, no, he's Uriel. telling her about energy and healing and power oh. and, you know, that whole thing. So she also onboarded, <laughs> onboarded Albert Einstein. <laughs> Okay, so she's got channel. she's got Tesla and Einstein talking to her from the fourth dimension. So again, energy. She's all about physics and yeah. past okay. lives and how this can all be interconnected. So her and her new buddy, uh, Charles Spiegel, they are pumping out. This is what kind of makes them a cult propaganda. You know, they're right. pumping out how great Uriel is, you know, she's this magnificent, beautiful, amazing person. She's godlike. And they even say that, <laughs> can't say this with a straight face, uh, that she's spiritually married 
an archangel at a gorgeously decorated venue on an on another planet, obviously. Obviously. Why would you why she's Earth from the fourth stipple. dimension. She's not gonna she's not gonna get married at this dump. Yeah, right. And at the end of the ceremony, there's this, you know, archangel, lord protector of whatever. He names her the crowned queen of the archangels. Queen of the angels! Oh my god. You're a like, fourth dimension queen of the angels. This Halloween costume just got so much cooler. See, I'm laughing at it. Katie is genuinely into this shit. Okay. Asterix. <laughs> Not really. I know, I mean, but you love it. You love I it. I love it. Let's, <laughs> let's not lie about this. I'm actually, I'm actually going to leave this call and tell my husband that um, I am now soul married to an archangel. And um, <laughs> I'm about to go hang out with Tesla on the moon or something at Atlantis. <laughs> oh my God, Me and Tesla are going to go it. scuba diving <laughs> on Atlantis. <laughs> Oh my god. So her students ended up coming up and saying like they were so into this propaganda. They literally took her name and they were like she chose Uriel for a reason. It's an acronym and the acronym is Universal Radiant Infinite Eternal Light. Okay, I'm in love. <laughs> yeah, Katie's like this is much it. Okay. Um no, but like I have like a new career path. Um I think after retirement this is what I'm going for. This whole planetary aesthetic right here. <laughs> planetary Queen- aesthetically cultish queenie. Queen of the angels. Yes. <laughs> Universal radiant infinite eternal light. <laughs> Yes, I'm, I'm going mean, to go it's... ahead and make the business cards. I'm manifesting this shit starting immediately. <laughs> and guys, for real, like this is... So she starts to make videos about some of this shit. They still have a YouTube channel. So if you do get the opportunity, <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like a high school AV club version of religion all this uh, oh my god it, it's so i beautiful. wish y'all could see the face like that nathan is making just like rubbing his temples as if to try yes. to like scrub the image of this youtube channel out of his brain <laughs> that is exactly what was happening <laughs> but i will say i will say that everybody and i did watch some videos from there that everybody would say that whenever she talked to you she had that charisma yeah that is a cult thing like yeah. whoever is the leader of the cult just has this certain charisma that everybody's just like just makes every that, single person feel special yeah so they said that the air vibrated with positivity when she walked in the room and i was like that sounds like lsd yeah yeah <laughs> that, 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 um, that sounds air like, doesn't uh, vibrate but okay yeah uh, <laughs> okay so what hallucinogens are you on that's cool uh but she also at this time talked to plato um, she also talked yeah. to JFK, which I mean, who doesn't, okay. why would, why would you, I mean, Plato, Socrates, Queen Elizabeth, JFK. I mean, JFK was great, but really? I know. I feel like, I feel like I'd have more questions for like, I don't know, a Lincoln or something, but whatever. JFK so, was topical at the time. He had, he he had just died, you know? So Katie, with every alien cult, that has ever existed there's always one thing that they try to do to say oh you know 
aliens yeah and that's a spaceship landing (laughs) so every every good alien cult is like the aliens are gonna land in the year 1988 and they're gonna sweep us all off our feet and we're just gonna go to heaven and it's gonna be great have you ever heard of heaven's gate oh you want to talk about websites that are bad the heaven that's it but that's an episode for a different time yeah, but I mean, it's, the, you know, it's that same concept of, yeah. like, there is the potential for something terrible to happen when you predict right, 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 right. that aliens are going to land. Like, newsflash, if you're ever going to be a cult leader, don't put an expiration date on your cult. No, no. <laughs> Not a good idea. That's a very good point. So, Norma predicts that the Space Brothers Actually, can I interrupt are, you real quick? Because yes. one day I would like to put out a book of um, Nathan Advice. And I feel like don't put an expiration date on your cult is going to be a piece of advice in there. <laughs> yeah, because you're going to go back at, at year 80 years old and be like, oh, yeah, I was supposed to create an intergalactic space cult. What oh, did Nathan say? <laughs> don't, put, don't put an expiration date on it. <laughs> so our expiration date is set Space Brothers edition. Um, Space Brothers. De- <laughs> December 1974. Uh, so her date isn't all that specific you know it's just not december like, it's just sometime in, in this december okay. <laughs> or in this month okay so her, okay okay her her followers end up purchasing you know this huge landing site in jamal california on november 1974 and norma's like uh, uh, oh just got a message um those space brothers oh man they're saying it's taken a little while Oh, there's traffic up in the third dimension. No, the reason the reason that it was taking a while is because they were trying to restore the old teachings of Atlantis. Yeah, I I told you it would come back around. And they were trying to to, because because in Atlantis, in Atlantis, apparently there was no crime. There was no anything because they had like this law that was written down that everybody just abided by and it was just the perfect society. So that's what she was kind of going for. <laughs> but wait, that- okay, so but I have I have logistical questions that I don't think okay. you're gonna have the answer to. Like, okay, we're it. trying to restore the laws of Atlantis. Where? The Space Brothers. The Space Brothers Not, in that, space. That's yes, but like where are they taking these laws of Atlantis to restore them to? Because it sounds like they're to Earth. Why would why would that hold them up getting to Earth? Well, they have to restore the old teachings to bring to Earth in order for Earth to adopt the teachings of Atlantis to become a better okay. Earth. If you say I so, Nathan you. Hart. <laughs> So, yeah, that's the whole thing about this religion is like, once you go down the rabbit hole and I think it's like, once you ask a whole... question, it's like, mm, don't ask no, a question. but that's the thing is like the followers have answers. Like they're always okay. like, and they have the answers and you're like, but this is a bunch of nonsense. And they're like, this no, it's garbage. real. And you're like, uh, okay. Atlantis, duh. <laughs> Yeah, so not only were they supposed to restore the old teachings of Atlantis and bring them to Earth, uh, the Space Brothers got hung up because they needed crystal computers, because crystal computers were obviously a thing. I mean, if you, if, you, if you don't have a crystal computer, what the fuck are you doing? I know, that's why, that's why my connection always fucking sucks. That's why my Wi-Fi I, doesn't work. Because I don't have a crystal computer. 
My computer's just made of fucking metal and wires or what the fuck ever. Uh, so the date of the new landing was revised for about a year later, September okay. of uh, 1975. So <laughs> September of 1975 rolls around and our girl did not let this show go down. She was not like, I'm going to doubt anything. No, no, no. This is when she started dressing up in full garb even included like a full welcoming crew with like school buses with like welcome space brothers <laughs> like full on like party oh in the California desert Katie you love her right <laughs> I, this is I mean I really wish I could have attended this party that sounds awesome <laughs> cause she's like Miss Uriel queen of the fourth dimensional archangels and she's like dripping in Jules Ella Guanza and then the rest of September rolls around <laughs> and she's like fuck uh the aliens still uh, aren't here uh so her chain her mumble chain, something about atlantis atlantis uh, her story <laughs> changes again she said now this is it's just so wild that it's like how does she get away with this she says that her misprediction like she mispredicted yeah. the landing of the space aliens because she had past trauma from one of her past lives in which she was the goddess Isis. <sighs> Several more follow-up questions. <laughs> wouldn't the whole point of being like a god or goddess is you don't die, so you wouldn't have a pat. Okay. So <laughs> she was sure. Isis. Was- <laughs> sure, girl. <laughs> so apparently... Back then, the Space Brothers were supposed to land in Egypt um, mm-hmm. to help mm-hmm. out with Egyptian society. And yeah. before they landed, the goddess uh, Isis was assassinated by everyone because she helped facilitate it. And somehow they were just mad about it and they assassinated okay. her. And okay. so that's the reason why the whole thing was mispredicted as she was like, oh, they're supposed to land today. Oh, but then I was assassinated. And that's the past the trauma why. is making is making me mispredict this because stop asking me questions. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. It's just like, I'm so glad, though. Like, this is one of those where... Yes, it's a cult, and yes, it's like an alien cult, but at least it's not Heaven's Gates, where it's like, oh, this is the date that they're coming. This is the date we're going to kill ourselves. It's like, yeah, we're just having a party. That never happens. We're just having a party. And like, and it's also unlike, (laughs) yeah, and it seems unlike Scientology, which you've also compared it to a couple of times. There's like no child abuse. (laughs) Yes, there's unless something sad is about to happen. No, there's no adult abuse either. Like there's, I mean, there's no sort of like, I'm going to hold this lawsuit over your head or try to sue you yeah. if you try to do this or to me. Or people gone there's, missing. Yeah, there's nothing like that. Like it's very kind, gentle. So at this point, after she told them about the goddess Isis, yes, guys, I know it's a crazy story. And guess what? Lots of her followers thought it was a crazy story yeah. too. <laughs> and they were like, okay, we're out. So, I mean, she had a lot. That was fun. Of- <laughs> Have fun in the fourth dimension. <laughs> <laughs> had a lot of fun with your school buses. Welcome, Space Brothers. <laughs> but I, I've got a, I've got a mortgage. Actually, I got to get back to my job. <laughs> <laughs> 
right? And this kind of thing that was happening right now where people would just steadily kind of fall off, it was kind of normal for Uriel at this point. So yeah. that's why their website isn't really up to date anymore. Because they don't have a lot like, of followers. I still feel like some, some in, they could, there's got to be some kooky college design person that would take this on for fun. <laughs> they need, they need some more pizzazz. Be. Now there now will there be. Will. Now that Queen's <laughs> podcast is talking about them. So now she's really into less of the psychic healings, more into like the past life recollection therapy sessions. And this is where you get a lot of the videos that she made, where yeah. she, if you see them, they are comedy gold. Like she's literally <laughs> sitting in a chair with this big god awful dress on and it's got laser floyd lights like like an snl sketch yes it's just so bad like there's just psychedelic lights going and she's just like sitting in this chair with her big crown on (laughs) it's like we're going on a journey it's so bad it's so bad it's so good um <laughs> it was all DIY too. Like you don't she say she didn't force well this is another thing. She didn't like force people to come up with money to make this big expensive production yeah. video. She was just like, yeah, bro, whatever. Just It wasn't just like you need to buy you need to buy all this stuff to be in the cult um or anything like that. So, it's kind of the most harmless cult ever. Yeah, I mean, she does claim that um there was like her followers were at, and I put that in air quotes because not sure that that's an accurate number, but she said that it toppled over a hundred thousand at this point when her videos started. Mm, I think she's, that seems like an overestimation, estimation. I stand by (laughs) estimation. (laughs) So after she topples a hundred thousand followers, it's like she's Instagram verified. At this point, <laughs> she is now the Lord of the Universe and Prince of the Realm, which. Oh, she so now she, she's, the the, she's non-binary. Gender, fluid. She's gender, gender is fluid. a construct. I love that. I love this. Um, her right hand man now, Charles Spiegel, um, he's now promoted to um, his name was Antares. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, but there's no one here to fact check me on this. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Cause it's a weird cult. Charles Spiegel gets his new promotion. He's now Antares. Um, And as Antares, he can now channel space bros. Space bros. Dude, bro, space. (laughs) Dude, bro, space. Oh my God. (laughs) I love that. Uh, Bruh. Bruh. Space. (laughs) So they began writing this new scripture that's all about your consciousness and how to master your consciousness and how to be able to that whole consciousness over being and how that can your health mind over matter. Yeah, your health can be determined by how your mindset is. Okay. Um. So 
they also have all these other stories about like hopping planets and seeing past quantum leaping and, and stuff like that demons yeah. and shit <laughs> like it, it, it's it's weird um like we said <laughs> it's, it's, it's nonsense it's all nonsense to people who are like what the fuck is this but whatever the true believers are like no this is real and you're like no really uh, beg to differ <laughs> beg to differ <laughs> so her followers still would say like She's one of those people. She walks in the room. She just, you feel her positive vibes. People would faint just by her walking in the room. Like, because they're just so convinced in their minds that she's something. She's got this energy about her, and just her walking into the room cleanses you, and you're just like, oh, I'm done. Um, Which is just what I do on a regular Saturday night after a long Yes, obviously. Yes. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But. They had portraits of her, and these portraits were said to have like healing powers and shit. So okay, she would she would also visit her followers in her dreams and heal them somehow. Huh. <laughs> it's kind of like how the aliens taught her how to type in her dreams. <laughs> she taught her how to heal in just, her dreams. She's just paying it forward, Nathan. Sweet dreams are made of these. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then this is where it gets a little fucked up is that there were some um like people in her followers that had cancer cuz cancer's just always going to be there. It happens sometimes, and, yeah. Yeah, and they would stop taking treatments because they believed that she was healing them in her sleep. Um but Okay, well that's not that's not very groovy. Yeah, that's where she goes into like okay, this is a little bit culty. Um she's she doesn't really come out and be like, yeah, stop taking your cancer treatment. Stop taking antibiotics. Stop doing all... It's like, she doesn't come out and say that. So there's no, like... To me, sometimes those people... Uh, it's a very hairy it's, situation. It's like she never directly said, hey, don't take your cancer medicine. But also she implied that she could the heal aliens you. would heal them yeah okay so it's like uh and it's not that big bad cult leader that you know like we covered with nexium but it's not like that where they're like if, if you don't do what i tell you to do then we're gonna destroy you you're gonna die everything bad's gonna happen to you it wasn't like that so it's very different but at the same time kind of the same people made their own choices to not treat their cancer but still it's not yes. good yeah not no no crazy rape and beating of children just somebody not wanting to take their cancer treatment which is so bad <laughs> so yeah not cool with that um but if there's one thing that i could change about uriel um Mm -hmm. it's these goddamn predictions (laughs) like again oh did did she keep on did she keep on giving herself an expiration date and it kept not happening yep so she put another fucking expiration date and said okay so the aliens are gonna land in 2001 ha because most people thought back then it was going to be the year 2000 and she said nope 2000 shake it up because it's one year after the beginning of the new century. So it's the beginning of a new century. So everyone's like, oh my God, she's so right. Um, she's so right. She's, she's got she such a not. great track record with this so far. <laughs> and, and by the way, she said in this prediction that she was going to be around 
in 2001 to join the Space Brothers. And mm. newsflash, she was born in 1900. So 2001. So like, mm, probability is bold, not great. Yeah, that's a bold prediction. Um, yeah, so, time's not really on your side with that one, Uriel, Princess of yeah, Angels or whatever. Like, it's like 1988. So there's still a lot of time here. And at this point, Muriel breaks her hip. And that's just one of those things that happens that when somebody breaks a hip or breaks something bad like that, their health starts to decline at an older age. And I mean, also bad karma. Like, don't say you're going to live past 100. Yeah. And yeah, it's like jinxing it. It's like getting your your spouse's tattooed name on you. That's just that's yeah. just tempting fate that they're going to cheat on you, you know? Right. So, at this point, her health's declining. All of her students come and gather around her, and they all start to do past life regression, which really just consists of them rehashing out the bad times they had with Uriel and her past with them. So it wasn't really past lives. It was their current lives. And they were just talking about how it was in the past of their life. I don't fucking know. Yeah. And they were just reliving what they did with Uriel and it worked like Uriel got better. And she ended up getting better for almost an entire year after that. Um, oh. But didn't last long because she's old. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> so she still was leading services up until like February of 1989, which I couldn't find it. But February is when the church was founded. So I'm pretty sure she had a Valentine's Day presentation um, <laughs> to celebrate her wedding to her husband. Um <laughs> But this ended up not lasting too long. And in the summer um, of 1990, she did end up attending her last event. Uh, 1991, she got a message from the Space Brothers again. Yes. <laughs> and this this message said, okay, baby girl, you can die. It's okay. Like, so the Space <laughs> Brothers apparently came to her and said, it's okay if you die, girl. Which is her being like, oh, I'm ready. Yeah. Well, I mean, she was... She was 91, right? Yeah, she yeah. was real old. And so they they also like said that in her will <clears throat> that she stated that after her death, she would join the Space Brothers on their trip to Earth on 2001 and be reunited with all of her followers. Aww. <laughs> Spoiler alert, didn't happen. <laughs> Damn it. So it makes me I still wonder, does she really when when she's gonna come it? back? Does she believe it? She or put was it, it a power will. trip? Yeah. She didn't have anybody like her followers at the time weren't that many, so it wasn't like she had this grand fortune that all of these yeah. other religions had. So there really wasn't that dynamic there. So like part of me is like, was she like mentally ill a little bit? Or is she actually the queen of the archangels? I don't know. I mean, know. I, feel, I feel like that's the most, um, that's the most logical answer. <laughs> the queen is of the archangels. She is Socrates slash uh, princess of the fourth dimension slash queen of the archangels. Angels? Blah. Archangels. Archangels. Like geometry. Ooh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I mean, I feel like that's the most logical answer because why else would you put so much time and energy into all of this? Uh, that's just me. That's just. So speaking of time and energy, her time and energy was spent. Um, she ended up dying on July 12th of 1993. And this is, this is really cool of her. She met with every single one of her followers after that and talked oh. to them right before she died. Her right hand man, Charles Spiegel, AKA Entourage, Entourage, I don't Mm. know. Uh, He took over Uranus, a.k.a. Unarius, for the (laughs) next few years. He ended up dying about 10 years later, 1999. And so now, at that point, that's when Unarius got their really bad IT guy and decided to make the website that they have now, um, because now they have a board of directors, and obviously these board of directors are not web designers. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Wild. I'm going to join this cult and become their new leader, I think. Um, I think, honestly, you would probably be accepted as Uriel. <laughs> I really think that I could pull that off. Don't, none of the listeners um, to this Patreon, please don't, please don't let Yanarius know that I have this new plot. I am going to recreate this rainbow, rainbow cape, little I get evil to see you walking in outfit and having, we got going on. And I have and like I would a just be like, fog machine behind you and you have yes. like lighting coming in behind you and you're like, it's me. You're yes. <laughs> and it's really just me with a couple of laser pointers because she was in a DIY. <laughs> and I'll just be like, I have been reincarnated. I am young again. And, they'll, and I'll be like, Sorry step one, our hire Step one, we're hiring an intern to fix this website. <laughs> yes. Step two, um, run the cult. Step three, don't have an expiration date. Step three, <laughs> the the property brothers of space have let me know that they're they're not planning to make a visit, or if they do, it'll be invisible to everybody except for me. That's how she should have done it. <laughs> I'm the only oh one God. that's going to be able to see. Uh, the property space brothers. I knew whenever I read about this chick, I was like, oh, if Katie were yeah. to start a cult, this yes. would, it would be about past lives and she would mm-hmm. dress really fabulously mm-hmm. and everybody would be like, only Katie yes. knows the answers. Only Katie knows the answers. And I'll be like, yes, yes. And I'll, I'll be like, hey, guess what? I, I'm Anne Boleyn. Oh, and everyone's just like, you're Anne Boleyn? I'm like, yeah. And I'm also fucking Cleopatra. Cleopatra and Mark Anthony. Uh, like, don't oh my god i love it and that's why i chose this so let's cheers to this badass crazy bitch i I love it you kooky and we're here for it we could possibly drop this as like a surprise episode anytime because she was technically the queen of the fourth dimension of our chain she was she was the queen of the fourth dimension of Archangels. She was the queen. Angles, what did I say? <laughs> Archangels. Archangels. <laughs> oh my god. She did not like geometry in high school. No. <laughs> it's her oh archangel. It's her archangel. <laughs> Nathan, this was a really fun story. I'm really happy that uh, you went down this rabbit hole. That was so much fun. I'm so glad for this journey for you. I'm so, I love this journey for both of us. All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining us. And I love you for listening. Bye, bitches. Cheers, bitches. 
<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Mm-hmm. 